0: This is the Claycomo Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Today is Sunday, February the 27th, 2022. Today's sermon from Pastor Scott Gordon continues his study on prayer within the church as a healthy habit with harmony, part two. And now for this abbreviated sermon, we send it to Pastor Scott. For the Cause of Christ alone that is the primary purpose to which we have been called and for Christ alone every area of our life should be lived to honor and glorify him so we continue in our focus on healthy habits for our spiritual strength individually and for our life together as a church and speaking of that thinking of the church thinking of of our church Matthew Chapter 18 and verse 20 says this, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there among them. And I believe that very specifically to be talking about the church gathering. You can talk about other aspects of that, but I believe the primary focus in Matthew chapter 18 is on the local church. And so that is that encouragement that we have throughout all of Scripture. There is a purpose Those who are gathered in my name, that says right there, that's our very Lord speaking. And we have purpose upon purpose as we have been involved in this series. And just by way of reminder, you say, oh man, you've already said this. Yes, but I am thinking that maybe you're a little bit like me, maybe a little bit less like me. But I tend to need to be reminded from time to time. Because I don't get it right. I don't always faithfully follow that which I know. And so I am reminded as we have been in these recent weeks, especially last week, Matthew 21, 13, the focus brings us there that my house, Jesus says, will be called a house of prayer. And so we talked about and we have begun this emphasis on praying in harmony, but backing up for the big picture, what is the overall purpose of the habits of our spiritual life, the The idea of Bible study, Bible memorization, meditation, that idea of reading and focusing on the scripture, of praying, and then the other habits that we will be focusing on in the weeks to come, bring us to this purpose for our lives and our life together as a church. Hebrews chapter 12, Verse 14 reminds us to pursue holiness, to pursue holiness. That is being set apart for the glory of God, the sake of his kingdom. And then Paul writing to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 7 gives the encouragement to train yourself in godliness. That is living for the glory of God, to live our lives in such a way that we focus on who he is, what he has done for us, and what he has come to do for the entire world, that his name would be made great. And we have the privilege of praying together. I was talking with Jamie just before we got started. And I almost felt apologetic for trying to find a time to pray for Ukraine in that situation. But then I thought better of it. What an opportunity as we are focusing on our house being a house of prayer because we are the church. Because we are to be God's people and saying, well, we've got this emphasis already. we got this emphasis already. Oh, that's just going to be too much praying. I don't know that we could get there. I know I can't. I know that, that my own personal habit of prayer needs to be more consistent than it is, and so finding that opportunity, saying, you know what, we're just going to start there, it's on our minds, it's on every one of our minds, situation over in Ukraine. So we're going to pray, we're going to continue to pray, and then we're going to focus ourselves today on Romans chapter 12. So if you've already got your Bible open there, as we talk about praying in harmony, let's look at these first five verses of Romans chapter 12. Therefore, brothers and sisters, in view of the mercies of God, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true worship. Do not be conformed to this age. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Then picking up verse 3, we read, For by the grace given to me, I tell everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he should think. Instead, think sensibly, as God has distributed a measure of faith to each one. Now, as we have many parts in one body and all the parts do not have the same function, in the same way, we who are many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Man, there's enough to unpack there that I'd like to preach, but that's not our purpose today. But I do want to remind us and to kind of set up for us in these verses... And I'm very thankful for resources. You know, if I have an original thought, somebody's actually already thought it. If I come to share something with you that I think's original, I am sure somebody else has already shared it somewhere. So I'm thankful for those who have written encouraging books or, or, or prayer guides and, and these different things. And that's the resource that I'm using to focus us on this section of Scripture, as well as these five aspects of what it means to be holy and then applying that to our lives together as a church. What does it mean to be a holy church? I believe we see, first of all, that we are to be sacrificial. Verse 1 says, To present your bodies as a living sacrifice. We are also to be countercultural. The beginning part of verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this age. You know how hard it is to just read this and keep moving. <laughs> I'm like, But there's, okay. The third aspect of what it means to be a holy church in the latter part of verse 2 is to be transformed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind, the scripture says. A fourth aspect is to be humble. Verse 3 reminds us that we are not to think of ourselves, or it says specifically not to think of himself more highly than he should. Then finally, in verses 4 and 5, Being a holy church is being committed. We are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. If you're already going through, yeah, and I remember somebody teaching, I remember reading, then good. Preach that sermon for yourself there because I don't get to. But I want us to continue what we started doing last week. As we prayed together in small groups all across the auditorium here. And gathering together in our homes to be able to to pray together along these very specific themes. This week, the ones that we have just outlined for ourselves here in Romans chapter 12. I want the initial thought, overarching for our prayer time today, to be like this. Lord, take your church and make us more like you. We want to be set apart for you and make us into, and then we've got four categories. So I want us to take a moment. Everybody find that group of three or four. It may look different. Actually, I hope it does look different than last week. I don't mind us praying with the same person every week. It's not a bad idea. But if your group is different or if you want to be intentional going, well, I prayed with you, you, and you last week. I'm going to pray with you, you, and you this week. Uh, then go for it. But let's take a moment, grab groups of three or four, and let's get ready. And then I'll kind of introduce how we're going to pray for each other and with each other today. All right. Now, what I want is everybody to have an opportunity to pray out loud with each other. We're going to have four of those five categories that we just discovered in Romans chapter 12. I'm going to ask us to start praying in just a moment. And the, the encouragement of what we're going to be praying is going to be on the screen overhead. Then, and if you'll just hit the arrow one time, this sound. Oh, it didn't there it was (laughs) kind of hear a there there'll be a kind of a ding that that will go i'm not going to introduce each category this week as you guys begin praying i want you to pray for the time allotted for that first slide that first category that first category being a sacrificial church read that together somebody start praying when you hear that ding Look back up because the slides changed and the emphasis for how we're praying together has changed. And then just keep on praying. We're going to go through those four categories. When we get to that last one, then I'll come back up and we will continue through the rest of this time. I want to focus the prayer time on these small groups and everybody praying rather than me talking about you guys praying. So let's begin as we take our time to pray together. Go ahead and get us started. We pray all of these things in your name, amen. Not only praying together in small groups to encourage one another in faithfulness, this way we're going to spend a moment and in this final aspect of what it means for us biblically to be a holy church to pray together as the church gathered. We continue our focus in, Lord, take your church, make us more like you. We want to be set apart for you to make us into a committed church. You'll see on the screen, it says, a committed church. We rejoice that our church is made up of different people with different gifts, all to be used to the glory of God. Our prayer emphasis during this time together that every one of us would be passionate about using our gifts in ways that honor Jesus and allow us to bless and encourage each other as we follow our Lord together. Because we need to know This important truth that is mentioned for us, especially the end of verse 5 in chapter 12 of the book of Romans, that we who are many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. About Play Common, please visit us online at www.playbap.org.